Did you know that we have a Patreon? If somehow this information missed you like a Solonar Wrestling promotional, I've got good news. The best way to support us directly is to go explore patreon.com slash goblinsgrowlers and loot magic items like Alaria Archives, Alex's deep dive podcast into the incredibly detailed and nuanced world she created for QPR, one-page dungeons, original adventures written by the goblins here at Goblins Growlers that you can play at home with your own adventuring parties. Original D&D art prints from our local art team, Feral Fox, including collaboration shirt designs. There are a variety of support tiers and each unlock original QPR and D&D content, adventures, other one-shot RPG podcasts, early release and bonus QPR content, and merch. So please check out all these cool things and more at patreon.com slash goblinsgrowlers. Kozak Solinar could be a viable ship later on in the game. Can we not? What? I don't what? think they're going to float You're, that well on we water. We haven't started playing your ship and people. Let us, let us at least... I am shipping 24 hours a day. Let Koza choose his own path. Alex be FedEx, okay? Mm-hmm. Because I'll always be shipping. Because you always deliver things broken and late. <laughs> <laughs> this is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. was beset upon by a gang of gnarly children living in the jungles. <laughs> they were children. They were told they would need to go and visit the doll witch. <sighs> they found themselves in quite a predicament as Boat said, Mm-mm, I don't want any of that business and no. left bringing coal with him. The rest of the group proceeded into the doll witch's very creepy home where they were set upon by dolls themselves. Solinar and Johannes proceeded upstairs to investigate and after finding a couple of small things are now rushing back at the sound of Alita's scream. Yeah, I don't think we need to go down there. It's probably got it handled. It's probably just they dropped something. No, man. If if the doll witch is going to be anywhere, there, she's going to be where the screaming is. We got to hug this witch. Why would she be where the screaming is? She just broke the mirrors. I don't... Because she could have used magic to break the mirrors and then go downstairs where all the screaming is. Mm, okay, I'll listen to you this one time, but if she's not down there, you have to listen to me the next time. All right, that's a deal. Oh, I don't like where this is going. Also, I was desperately hoping we could start with just Boat having a casual day at the beach. <laughs> Meanwhile, on the beach. <laughs> so as you guys head down to the thing, we're going to pan sideways mm-hmm. to, to Boat in the evening, uh, showing showing Cole constellations mm-hmm. in the sky, which aren't there. Cole, do me a favor. Why don't you run back over to the, run back over to the wood pile? Uh, get a couple of logs. We can throw those on the fire. I don't think we're going to have much success seeing the constellations tonight. There must be some cloud cover or something like that going on. If you'd actually like, I can uh, describe the sky with a mm, perception roll. 
No. What did you roll? Crit fail. Oh, you're not sure there is a sky. I think that just plays into me being like, oh, it's just cloud cover. It's just cloud cover. All right, Cole's going to nod excitedly, run up, throw four logs onto the fire all at once, making it explode up with a whole. I think with your crit fail, too, it's one of those situations where the wind keeps changing direction to blow the smoke in your face no matter where you sit. Yeah, that is decidedly That's just called camping. Exactly. No, man, you don't do it like that. Here, let me show you. Let me show you. Are, I, are you gonna like stab your own hand into the fire? I mean, you can reach and grab a log out of the fire, especially if it's just been thrown in there. So it's not a big deal. Okay. Like, no, you got to do it like this. You got to stack them perpendicular, so there's lots of airflow coming, and that'll keep the fire burning strong. He looks excitedly, mm-hmm. excitedly, like at the fire and is nodding. Mm-hmm. He is a rapt audience that you are not used to having with your current travel companions. <laughs> um, I go to my um, to my pack. And I get out a couple of tin cups that I've got, and I put some water in them, and I set them, like, right over on top of the, one of the logs. Then you're going to get a can of beans and put that on the, <laughs> on the It's thing. like, I think I got, I, I think I got some uh, loose tea leaves hanging around here. So we'll have some tea. Uh, we'll cook up something. We'll have us a nice little evening. How about that, buddy? He nods. Okay. I think you have a bunch of oranges, if I remember right. I think so. You could definitely grill some we'll oranges. We'll have some roast orange. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be good. But swimming back sideways to uh, Solinar and Johannes sprinting down the steps. Can we get a sound effect of like the like when Scooby and Shaggy start <laughs> running and their legs are just sort of spinning in the air? Oh, Isn't God. that just like bongos? Just like... I hate how close this episode with you guys is to a Scooby-Doo episode. I hate it so much. Is the doll witch really old man Carruthers? <laughs> <laughs> is Don Knotts going to show up somewhere around here? A doll witch? <laughs> Andy, there's a doll witch in here. Hey, I hate how this scenario I wrote is turning out exactly how you'd expect it to turn out. <laughs> Look, every time I write for Quick Pro Roll, and this is 100% true, I write it to be the most serious storyline, and every time I'm disappointed. I know how you guys can find the doll witch. You just need to find a doll in there who will tell you where the doll witch is. Or, you need to find the doll snitch. <laughs> or we oh. lose our glasses and then the doll witch comes to us. <laughs> oh no. I can't see without my glasses. Alrighty. So you guys run down only to find Koza uh, standing there looking a little distressed, Alita panting, sweating, wielding her mace, and the wreckage of a doll in front of her. Where's the witch? What do you, what, what do you mean? I, I haven't seen a witch, but... That doll was, uh, 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 I panicked. I smashed it a little bit. <sighs> well, a deal's a deal. So what's next, Johannes? Hmm, let's see. Um, it looks like there's uh, potentially a freight elevator. There is not a freight elevator. <laughs> oh, nope, just a pit. How do you know what elevators are? <laughs> No, the freight where you do the hand. Those are dumb waiters. A dumb. Don't. What did you just call me? <laughs> so uh, no, I, it turns out that was just a picture on the wall. Sometimes they confuse me. Um, but I'm taking this picture with. It has futuristic-looking technology on it. Um, Johannes, that's like a four by six picture. That's that's almost too big for you to hold. Like your arms are so wide right now. Uh, and. 
It's going to be a lot to carry for any period of time. Guys, I don't know if we should stay here. I could get it autographed. We gotta hug this witch so that we can become the rulers of a bunch of unruly children. Why do you want to become the Lord of Children? So that we can get out of here. Why Why would that help us? I don't know. Okay, that's, see, that that's where your plan falls through. We are supposed to be finding a way out of wherever we are so that we can get back to Alaria. I mean, no one's been here as long as these kids, as far as we can tell. Yeah, they probably know where a boat is. Wait, where is a boat? Oh, you mean Mr. Boat? Mm-hmm. He, we, noticed, we noticed he turned back a little while ago, buddy. He didn't want to deal with the children. I respect his life choices. I mean, it's keeping Cole out of trouble, so that's worthwhile. Yes, but I think he would be helpful here. I've learned not to question people who don't want children. They all have their own uh, incentives, and I think that to bring it up, uh, honestly, is pretty rude. Just as a point of character study here, Boat is not against having children. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess uh, we should uh, we should do exactly as Alita says, and um, not worry about hugging the witch. We should instead take her with us. She can rule over the children. When did I say that? I mean, I don't know how well that's going to work. The children seemed really scared of the witch. Yeah, but, you know, sometimes, uh, here's the thing. I've been scared of my mother before. Ruling through fear is a tyranny. Well, I don't think she has to rule through fear. See, the, so the rules are whoever gets the closest to the doll witch wins. What's closer to a doll witch than a doll witch? You make a very compelling point, which is very unfortunate given our current deal. So, uh, hold on. I, I, I didn't miss the part where we said we would do whatever I say. Uh, no. No, that's what, that's what Johanna said. You said that you would listen to what Johanna said, and Johanna said we would do whatever I say. Yeah, but that, that, I don't think that fulfills the, the deal that we made. I think it does. I think we should listen to everything I say right now. I, I mean, you know, Alita, you could be right uh, that those were my exact words. And, you know, as you said... Uh, you're bound uh, by your word to listen to my exact words, and those might have been my exact words. <laughs> I can't remember far enough back to know if that was it or not. Although, I'm sure time will tell, and many listeners will message in. I feel like... Why I feel does like he talk about listeners? <laughs> I feel like it's a violation of the deal that the idea that I have to listen to is someone else's idea. So, like Alita said, let's go downstairs, find the doll witch. She needs to become the head of this uh, unruly bunch of kids. When did yeah. I say? I, I didn't say anything like that. I was, I was going to say something about let's find a way to get off this island and go back to Alaria so we can report back to Lord Alden. Right, by getting the doll witch instated as the ruler of these unruly kids. There, there is it no, is. How will that help us get off this island? Well, the only way we can find out is by incurring the favor of a powerful ruler of this land. And a big, a ruler they have an army of seven-year-olds and uh i don't know how old these dolls are but they seem a lot older than seven that one that you shouted was like 22 that might be murder in this world also are you uh, implying that murdering a child isn't murder (laughs) what better resource for our needs for getting off of this island than someone who is magic i'm magic yeah but she animates wood and stuff i don't know I literally have had trees protect us before. No, you talk to trees. It's different. It's still moving wood. Oh my gosh, you might be the doll witch. What? 
You've been moving trees this whole time. I I don't think I'm the doll witch. I, well, there's only one way to find out. Oh, oh, God. And it's to find out if you're the doll witch or not. What? Hey, is there another doll witch in here? <laughs> Someone's come to usurp your throne. So I want to... Can I do a perception check to see what um, the dolls are doing right now? Please do. That is a 19. So they have all turned their heads to watch you. Their, their eyes actually tracking where you guys are going. Uh, the dolls that have been facing away from you have turned their heads 180 degrees. See, they're all looking at you because you're their ruler this whole time. Why didn't you tell us? I don't know if that's what's happening. Oh, now I understand why you destroyed that one. It was trying to usurp your place. Is the doll that we were talking to earlier still there? Uh, you see it partway up the stairs. Is it, like, moving fast? It's not moving. It stopped moving when you looked at it. But it seems to be climbing up towards something at the top of the stairs. Um, uh, perhaps we should follow this one. We were talking earlier. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt this discussion, but, um, I don't like just standing here right now. Doll, will you show us the way we need to go? The doll turns its head with a, like, low cracking sound. Because remember we had yes or no? Yes. Yeah. It, it's not reacting that oh, way, but okay. it will turn its head and look at you. You see at the top of the stairs a small girl with long blonde hair and a white dress holding a porcelain doll with a painted porcelain mask over her face. Do we all see or just me? I mean the one who's looking, which is you. Okay. Oh, hello? She stares. Uh, can you hear me? I, I guess... I'm going to go start walking towards the stairs. Okay, are you two following him? I mean, yeah, there's there's stuff to see. <laughs> um, currently, hey, yo, dolls, give me some feedback. Is this the doll witch? Is it Alita playing a trick on us? The dolls have no response, but have turned their heads to look at the girl at the top of the stairs. Is that the doll snitch? I was told that I was supposed to look for her from Gravy Boat. <laughs> y young girl, can you understand me? Are you walking up the stairs with them? Uh, I'm at the bottom. I'm trying to talk to these dolls. All right. The three of you, Alita, uh, Koza, and Solinar, who are walking up the stairs, all need to make dexterity saving throws. I'm certain that Solinar will be fine. Did you set him up for a one? Oh. I got a 16. Okay. 19. Cool. Uh, so... The stairs collapse underneath you. The two of you are able to grab onto the ledge, but Alita falls into the abyss below. How fast, is, how much of an abyss is it? Uh, it goes into darkness, you're not terribly certain, but you do eventually hear a thump, and you hear an angry squeak of Felix. Uh, I was gonna ask if as like a reaction I could cast Featherfall. Mm, you did have to grab onto it, but you got a 19, so I'll uh, allow you. Okay. Yeah, I cast Feather Fall um, okay. when I see Alita beginning to fall. Okay. You still hear a light thump, but it doesn't sound like Alita bodily hitting the floor. And, and no squeal. I mean, you hear, like, you know, Felix make a little sound of, like, it's dark. I want somebody to try to speak to the abyss in Abyssal. I've got checkers. But the two of you are going to be hanging from the ruined ledge of the steps. Do not speak into the abyss. Lest the abyss speak back unto you. And the abyss speak unto you. <laughs> I used to say that deep speech sounded like... Johannes turns. Johannes, is, you didn't go up to the stairs. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're, you're safe at the bottom. Yeah. Johannes turns and he's like, what did you do? 
I didn't do anything. Since they hang there. Koza. Um, but perhaps this young girl didn't want us to go up the stairs? Is she still there? Nope, she's gone. Hmm. Well, I've got some rope here. Uh, Elita. Yeah? Are you 300 <laughs> feet down? <laughs> I'm going to toss you some rope. I think I'm 120 feet down. <laughs> what a precise measure. <laughs> Good thing I have only 100 feet of rope. <laughs> Leap 20 feet vertically into the air. I'm so glad that Koza cast Featherfall because I'm pretty sure 12d6 damage is lethal at level 3. <laughs> you legit just tried to kill everyone. <laughs> she was like, I'm done with this campaign. I wish Bo were here to see this, but now he's going to have the father-son campaign he's always wanted. It's Training be, his apprentice. It's just going to be like the Andy Griffith show, only with more wrestling. So I'm going to um, toss this, I'm going to toss this rope down and be like, hey, do you see the rope? I don't see anything. I, t- I can't feel it hitting the ground. It's very dark. Oh, can, can you cast light? Uh, you see two tiny pinpricks in the darkness that you think are Alita's eyes. Can't you cast light? Um, I think so. I just, I'm a little disoriented. Give me a minute. Uh, Solonar, at this point, your head is going to start to itch. Okay. Well, it's starting to get me itch for adventure. <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me. You see small light start glowing at the bottom of the chasm. Yes, Solonar. Let me get up to a point where I can yeah. stand and then maybe I'll check out what's itching my head. Yeah. You do so. Okay, what's what's itching my head? Nothing that you can see. Koza? I'm also going to try to climb the rest of the way up. Yeah, you guys literally just have to like pull yourselves up. It's perfectly doable. Okay. You- I think I think somebody's talking about me. Because like the top of my head itched there for a second. And oh no, it's still itching. That's, that's like the thing, right? When people talk about you, your head itches. <laughs> Um, no, I don't think that's true. Otherwise, no one's ever talked about me. Your head has never itched in your life? Not once. Maybe that's just because you moisturize so well, so it can't get you. Oh, I love moisturizing. It's important. You never stop talking about taking care of your hair. That's how I learned words like moisturize. Is this like the conditioner and shampoo in one argument hey. all over again? <laughs> hey, Lita, I, I'm not sure how to get down to you, but we're going to figure that out in a second. Until then, I'm going to throw an orange at you. Eat it f- so you don't die of scurvy. Uh, I th- thank you, Hannes. I don't think that'll be a concern. Here it comes. Oh, oh, God. Oh, I'm Is lucky. that a one? I'm lucky. <laughs> Crit. I got a 20. Wait, you rolled a 1 and then rolled again and got a 20? Yeah, because I'm lucky. I'm a half. All right, it lands directly in Alita's mouth. <laughs> She's very confused. And it was peeled by the throw. <laughs> Johannes rears Whoa. back and throws it. The peel, it was so loose, it just peels itself. And then the seeds fly out of it. <laughs> and it, it like, kind of goes into a perfect, like, open salad. One wedge goes into Alita's mouth and the rest land in her hands. It's perfect. She still looks very confused. Don't get scurvy. Does she have the orange wedge smile? Is that? No. There was a brief moment where Aaliyah thought I was going to hit her straight in the face. (laughs) Painfully, because it was coming from 120 (laughs) feet away, apparently. All right, Koza. I'm going to dig around in a pouch that's hung from my belt and pull out a mushroom 
and then kind of gesture with it and it's going to um, kind of burst into flames as I cast Produce Flame. I love it. I, I thought you were going to throw the mushroom at Alita too and go, make sure you don't have nutrient deficiencies. <laughs> Sorry. I, uh, yeah, you've been disappointed. <laughs> I've been disappointed yet again. Um, Johannes like, whoa, look yeah. at that hot mushroom. Um, and so I hold it up to kind of get some light so I can see. What do I see? Uh, into the chasm, or just um, or just or around where I am. You have visible. You have pretty decent visibility oh, where you guys are. It's, it's it's dark, but it's not like dark. Okay. Dim light is the best way to describe it. Low light well, is where you're at. Bright light for ten feet. Yeah, it is. You essentially have a tiny shroomy torch. Mm-hmm. Um, the chasm that the the chasm that is sort of formed in the staircase is pretty wide, maybe fifteen feet, twenty feet, somewhere about there. Uh, the two of you stand on the higher edge of the staircase, whereas Johannes is on the lower end. Well, I guess I'm going to be stuck up here. So do you all, do you and Johannes want to try to find a way down to where Alita is? I mean, I've got a little more rope if the rope's not reaching. Well, that'd be great. I definitely, it's, it doesn't seem like it's making it to the bottom, but, um, you know, toss me over your rope. I'll tie it together and we'll... I'll dangle it down. She's got enough oranges to last her for a little bit, but we'll probably get her back up. Uh, Solinar pulls a coil of 50 foot of rope out of his bag and hucks it over to Johannes. Roll dex. It's a 11. Cool. You're able to comfortably throw it over the ledge and have it be caught. Oh. They've had to crit it out of just <laughs> plummeting to the, down the castle. I catch it. <laughs> I catch it, and I begin to tie... Some knots that I remember Boat teaching me while we were camping out in the desert, and I wonder what could Boat be doing now? So Boat is on the beach with a wonderful roaring fire, and the tea has steeped wonderfully. It's 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 sweet and light. Uh, I imagine it would be Earl Grey. All right, well, it's very Earl and Greyish. Okay, it's tea Earl Grey hot. That's the only way Boat drinks it. <sighs> Boat, uh, let's see, he sets his tea down, uh, his metal cup down in the sand, and he looks, over, he looks up at the sky and he looks at Cole. He's like, well, you know, it is kind of cloudy, so I think, it's time we, uh, I think it's time we fortify the shelter a little bit. Uh, come with me. And so we go back to the, the, bran- the grown branch shelter that we had. It's like, now, I'm going to show you how you keep water from getting into your shelter. So Boat pulls out a tarp from his backpack. He has a tarp in his backpack? Everybody carries a tarp when you're an adventurer. I, where on your inventory sheet does it say tarp? You don't even have to. It's part of like an adventurer's pack. No, it's not. Yeah, it a is. tarp is not an adventurer's pack. It's a, it's oh, a, we did find a tarp, though. Oh, it's some of the sale. Yeah. Stop remember? helping him. Yeah. It's I, What do you mean helping him? Stop helping him lie about what's on his character sheet. Anyway, so Boat takes his tarp, and he's like, now we're going to string this up on the tree here, and we're going to put it in an angle. So any of the any of the water that comes, if it rains, it's going to run right off the top over into this little channel that I've dug over here. So you hand me that rope, all right, Cole? He nods and hands you the rope. Okay. Now, this is a triple slipshod knot. And I'm going to show you how to do this. You take it, you turn it this way, and then you put it through there. I remember I taught Johannes how to do this, and it was the most difficult thing for him to learn. But Boat takes it, and he pulls it taut, and we've got a nice taut tarp that's going to let the rain just slide over our shelter. Yeah, I know, sound guy. I don't think a tarp is in any of these explorer packs either. It's a sail. Uh, I will have you roll a retroactive wisdom check. 
All right. To see how well you could have taught Johannes. Boom. What? Crit? Crit. Yeah. Johannes is able to dexterously tie this knot. So Johannes, uh, you know, he he remembers the triple slipshod. Slipshod. I'm (laughs) glad you said that. Uh, Not that Boat had taught him. He's like, man, I struggled with this so much despite Boat being such a great teacher. But fortunately, due to his patience, and he does, he pulls it through, and he has the rabbit ears, which he wraps around the uh, hog hog tail, and then he puts it through the home of the owl, and then he he dances the dance of the bear. Yes, the the bear dance, and then he pulls it, and it's perfectly tight, and he's like, Man, it's a good thing he taught me so many metaphors. Otherwise, I would have <laughs> never. There is going to be someone who listens to this podcast who is going to leave us an angry review because they're like, no, if you're we're... tying two ropes together, you would not use a triple slip shot. No, and, well, An- Andrew was in the Navy and he's going to be like, that's not how you tie rope. Right. <laughs> I'm going right. to tell you multiple things as someone who is in Boy Scouts. First and foremost, triple slip shot, not a thing. Um, <laughs> It's the rabbit comes out of the hole and goes around and goes back into his hole. That's the thing. So that's where Alan was doing that. Boars, bears, no, none of that's a thing. So bef- you guys don't. You, you guys get to don't. learn cool stuff in Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts. We just learn how to be subtly mean to each also, other. For connecting two ropes, it would not be a knot. It would be a bend. Thank I, you. I quit after Weeblows, so that's why I don't know any of this stuff. So you guys, you, you guys were don't. A Weeblow. I sold popcorn, I guess you're but the not, weeb not trash. I wasn't an authorized popcorn dealer. It was uh, not with the Boy Scouts at all. I just sold popcorn. <laughs> I, I dealt all kinds of popcorn. You, you would stand on the street corner and just be like, "Hey, that's not that's not very wrong." I was the <laughs> I, I was the president and also founder of Popcorn Club in high school. <laughs> Did you actually start a popcorn club? Who do you think you're talking to? I mean, like, I know you, which is why I'm not immediately dismissing this. Was your club anthem like, do, 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 I would actually, so my my claim to fame is that within uh, within 10 seconds, no matter what part of the school I was in, I could produce a bag of popcorn I hid somewhere. That was my (laughs) claim to fame. All right, let's get back on to, now that we've told the listeners they don't need to send us angry mail because we already know that we're wrong. Send us angry mail. Uh, And then had a lawn interview corner for just a minute. Uh, Let's get back to the plot. And now back to the plot. I throw the rope down to Alita. You hold on to the other end, right? Of course. (laughs) It comes down. You feel a tug. Um, do I see two bright Alita eyes staring up at me? You do, though you do see the eyes of Felix as he scampers up the rope faster than Alita. Oh, good, Felix. The always desert Alita. It's a good idea. Uh, let's... <laughs> he hops onto Johannes's shoulder yeah, uh, oh. and then takes the other end of the rope and tries to tug it down to help you lift Alita. Yeah, Johannes puts it uh, uh, like around the banister so he has like a natural um, pulley system situation. Um, and he's like, he takes it, he loops it around, loops it around. He's like, see this way, if I let go of it, I have a little bit of time to recover before, uh... <laughs> before Alita plummets to her death. Yes, yeah, it seems like somebody, whoever set up this trap was definitely trying to kill people, so... <laughs> we're gonna do this. Okay, let me pull her up. Uh, come on, buddy, let's do this. Alright, so the two of you pull with, uh, Felix releasing little determined grunts of tugging, and eventually Alita is up and next to Johannes. Whew, man... I don't know if this is important or not, but there were a lot of corpses down there. Yeah, that trap was definitely set up to kill. I don't think they died from falling. No. It looked like a crypt. Oh, so it's just a burial place. I mean... That's where you bury all the people who fall. There was a lot of... (laughs) There was a lot of, like, old bodies. Would you call them the fallen? 
I would call them the very gross, dusty, smelly place, yes. Hmm. Sounds like the dolls are haunted. Haunted dolls. So, uh... The halls are daunted. Which means this witch probably isn't even that witch powerful, which means hugging her is going to be so easy. Koza, let's do this. Why are you you trying to hug the doll witch? Because that's the game. They, They... she tried to kill you. I don't... That doesn't matter. It, the game is the game. Like, people have tried to kill me and I've grappled them before. Is grappling... Like, the, the, hugging and grappling strike me as two separate things. It's just degrees of force. Solonar and I were, like, separated, right? You yeah. two are on the... While I was pulling... You like, two are no, on you the same... The oh, you guys okay. are both at the top. It's the two of you and then Alita and Johannes. Yeah, so when you turned around to say, like, let's go... Um, Are you about to pull on Alita? Uh, yes. You, you notice that I've, uh, you, the light is coming from much further down the hall now. Son of a biscuit. Koza, get back here. And Solinar takes off after Koza. Oh, okay, don't make sure we don't split. Um, hey, Alita, how you doing? Hello, Johannes. What now? You know, so if they're going up and that way then we can probably, just in case they fall through something else, just go right underneath them. So you want to go down back into the pit? No, they just ran to the right up there. We're going to go to the right. Oh, Oh, unless you want to go back down into the pit. It seems like a really far... I'm okay not going back into the pit. Yes, let's go go into the lower levels to the right. Okay, give me one second. I've got some holy water. Let me just throw it down there for them. Okay. I think that's how it works. I'm pretty sure I remember something about this. How do you not know how holy... You are a paladin. Bless you. (laughs) As it goes down, you hear a shattering sound in the distance. Which takes us to Koza and Solinar wandering down the darkened hallways with a flaming mushroom as their guide. Crunching over broken glass? Uh, yes, crunching over broken glass. Crunching on, crunching on broken glass. <laughs> is this a Nine Inch Nails B-side? Yeah. Or is this a 90s cereal? <laughs> uh. it's, yeah, they had it right next to Urkelos in the Kroger. <laughs> All right, so Johannes and I went into that room and there was a bunch of empty bookshelves and a desk. And the desk had some drawings. So that room's pretty boring. We should check one of the other rooms. I think you're right. Perhaps we should be a little bit more respectful of this place. Um, I, I can't help but n- notice there's been a lot of smashing and, and running about in this person's home. I mean, yeah, that's, that's how crime... Because such a good house guest. That's mm. how crime tends to work. Because it's like, I've noticed that you've all been... Uh, how do I? How do I say it? Uh, like a mystery gang? <laughs> Emphasis on gang? Do I see any anything that would be sort of out of place in an abandoned house? Roll perception. 15. Yes. You notice that one of the picture frame, like one of the big portraits that's hanging on the wall is askew. Okay. Um. Like noticeably, like the dust from where it would be is, is there's a visible line. And in no. the picture, there is an, um, a, f- a freight elevator that is also a skew, so it's really noticeable. That is not what's on the painting. Now, most skews are like seven-digit numbers, but some are like nine-digit numbers. So is this, does it include letters? It's the painting of a noble woman. Koza, what are you doing? Do I recognize the noble woman? You do not. Um, I'm going to straighten the picture. Okay. Nothing happens. That's good, though. People have been running around being crazy in this place. 
but while I'm straightening it, I spend some more time to look at it more closely. As you observe it closer, you hear, you, you tap the canvas a little bit, uh, and it sounds hollow behind it. That's, uh, that's normal. Um, I try to kind of lift it out of the way. There is a passage behind this painting. It's Andy Dufresne. <laughs> There's the looter's spirit, Koza. Oh, secret passage. Right. Yes. Got it. It's a huge portrait. You're not going to sneak that out. Well, no. You cut it out of the frame and then you roll it up so you can fit it in your pack. <gasps> how do you think we got Mona Lisa for the office? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, is that how that cat in here? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's actually a just professional reproduction. That's not the real thing. That's still in the Louvre. Oh, well, that's less impressive. I mean, you what? You think I go to France and steal things all the time, or at least admit it after the fact? <laughs> and that secret passage. What it really reminds you of is it reminds you of. If you're about to say an elevator, no, there is a stairway. It goes upstairs. Digging spaces. To maximize the amount of, of storage in a shelter. Stairs goes up into an attic. Yes, which is what I'm climbing up right now. Fantastic. Into an attic. So the stairs under your feet are old and kind of rotted. Uh, there are a couple of spaces where you're pretty sure they might give under your weight. I step carefully around those places. <laughs> you find yourself in a young girl's room with cobwebs around everything uh, and several dozen dolls all on shelves along the walls they turn and look at you uh, th th this probably isn't good but um uh hello can i come in they all look away from you like back just straight oh um look back at me if that was yes i can come in they just stare. Solonar pushes past Koza <laughs> and is like, let me show you how it's done, buddy. Hey, is this the doll witch's room? This is the root this is the root thing. I was dolling. Um yeah, it's called trespassing. You get used to it. The dolls do not have a response as of now. So that's a no on the doll witch. Anybody anybody home at all or From the threshold, can I do another perception check? Absolutely you may. This one's only a uh, 13. You think you might see a hole in the wall in a darkened corner far across the room for you, but you're not sure. Solinar would like to scan the room for lootables. Roll. Investigation or perception? Uh, investigation for lootables. Uh, then it is a 15. Those porcelain dolls look like they could be worth a lot of money. No, I'm not taking any of those. <laughs> Are there any musical instruments? No. Like, any is lootable it, is... tootables? <laughs> <laughs> Are there any, like, footlockers, trunks, dressers? There is a dollhouse. Does it look exactly like the house we're in? It does. Uh, Solinar would like to scoop out the dollhouse. You never know the sorts of things you can sometimes find in these places. There was one time I was in this these folks' house as he's moving over to, like, pick it up and look inside of it. The dollhouse won't budge from its space. Oh, must be pretty well nailed down. I guess that's so I don't take it away, eh? And then he looks, he's like trying to like crane his neck so he can look inside. Sometimes you find things like there was this one time this kid had a jewel encrusted doll bed, which is probably the most ridiculous thing I've ever pawned. So uh, you notice that as you can look into the windows of the dollhouse, but you can't find a function that you can actually like open and play with the dollhouse. There is a clockwork crank on the side of the dollhouse, and it looks like there are active little hinges on the windows and doors so you can open them. Ooh, this is pretty well, 
pretty well put together. He's going to like idly open one or two of the windows while working the crank. You actually feel breeze come out of the windows. And the crank is going to play a very slow, quiet melody. As the music has started to play, I've walked, or Koza's walked closer to the um, dark corner. As you walk to the dark corner with the vaguely eerie music playing behind you, you see that there is a hole. But it doesn't seem to be a passage. It just seems to go into the walls of the house itself. I'm going to try to illuminate in there with this um, little flame in my hand. Again, it goes into the walls of the house itself. There's a very... The way that the walls are constructed is they're like very, very narrow passages. Um, But there are small holes that are poked all throughout so you can run around in the walls and see into the house. Ah, um, there seems to be more back here. I shout out, hello, into the wall. Uh, Solinar would have popped open probably three or four more windows. Are you going to fiddle with the doors at all? Mm, Maybe like the front door. Cool. So as you open the windows, you smell various different winds. You smell wind from a forest, wind from the sea, wind from the desert. You smell the stench of ozone from one. And as you open the door to the dollhouse, you see into marine. Like people moving around on the streets. Yes. Buildings. Yes. But only like, I only get like a peephole basically, right? Because it's a dollhouse door. No, it looks as if it is on the ground and you can see through like a mouse hole into a human sized world. Yeah, so it's like I'm looking out of a keyhole. Yes. Into marine. Yes. Okay. Uh, um, Koza, what do you know about portal things? Um, not much. You should probably come take a look at this because my knowledge of portal things is basically that they exist. Okay, I'm going to go take a look at it. And so it's a weird portal into a city. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, are there people walking by? Mm-hmm. Um, hello? Hey, hello? There Did- is no response. I'm going to try to reach my hand in there. Not only does your hand fit comfortably, you're able to reach all the way till like it hits like your neck. You think that if you push forward, you could actually get your whole body through this very tiny opening. Um, Dude, that is so creepy. Should I? Mm, actually, I, I feel um, I'm going to pull back out a little bit. And then sort of I close my eyes and concentrate for a moment, and then I turn into a ferret. Okay. And Koza is now a ferret. This is not a thing I think you were aware he could do. Um. <laughs> and go through the hole. You could have gone through the hole as a person, was yeah, part of my point. But you're a ferret. The, the idea, I was worried I might not be able to get back through. All right. So you scutter out as a cute little ferret. Yes. Little ferret also, so exactly. Um, you just wanted to be fuzzy. Um. <laughs> Don't at me. <laughs> so you scuttle into the Market Square of Marine. What's where is that? What is that? Marine is on the continent of Alaria. Okay, thank you. Yes, you are welcome. It smells of just verdant tree and fresh fruit and freshly baked bread. You smell the sound like you smell the sounds. <laughs> sounds of like market and people excitedly running around you feel 
the warm stone streets underneath your whittle paws. And you hear and see a beautiful fountain with a marble statue of a woman eternally pouring water out of a jar. And there's people walking around still? Yeah, a whole bunch of people. I'm going to go up um, in front of some of them and do a (laughs) backflip. Okay. Uh, They they stop and excitedly applaud. And then, okay, I'm going to run back to the hole and... Um, is the hole still there? I should check, or do I get permanently separated from my party, never to be seen again? <laughs> and this this campaign has become a living hell as we have to switch back and forth between three people on one continent and one person on another. <laughs> I think it feels for me. No, you're able to scuttle through a hole. It looks like a mouse hole in um in a shoemaker store. And then I'm gonna run cobbler. Ar- cobbler is the word I'm looking for. I'm gonna run around the house until I find another door. No. There isn't another one. Uh, another window? You can go through the windows, but you're going to end up somewhere else. Yeah, so I go through the next window. And which, see wh- which one? Which smell? Um, uh, what, were, what were the smells again? Ozone, the sea, a forest. Um, I peek in the forest one just to take a look real quick. It smells of pine. You can hear the sound of wood being chopped. Is it any forest like I would have known? Mm, not from your travels, probably. Okay. Uh, but it seems overall normal. So I, I go back, and then I'm going to go to the ozone one this time. It's blazingly hot. Like, I feel blazingly hot from outside. The- you you know how when you open an oven yeah. and it just blows on your face? That's um, what's happening to your little ferret nose. Yeah, so I can't even, like... Burn. I mean, you could go through, but it would hurt. Yeah, no, I'm not going to, like, hurt myself. Um, and is that all the windows? Uh, there's another one that smells of the sea. Uh, yeah. You can hear the sound of gulls. Uh, I'm going to go peek through that one and see if I recognize anything. You do not. Okay. Um, and I'm going to go back to Solnar. I, I think these... Are, are you a ferret still? Can I talk as a ferret? I, I've not... I don't... I don't believe you have the, the speech abilities of... You don't really have lips. But wait, can I still cast spells? I don't think so. Kanku can speak and they don't have lips. Kanku don't really speak. They just mimic. Well, they make sounds. But the I don't I think specifically So do my cats. That doesn't mean they speak. I think Wild Shape says you're not allowed to cast spells and you cannot speak. Yeah. You have to be like a certain Sorry, level. you gotta be a person for a little bit. I think you can I think someone else could do speak with animals and talk to you that way. Or you could write something out with your claws. With your will fair pause. I will say the whole time Koza is just like diving through doors and windows and just like snaking in and out of the dollhouse as a ferret. <laughs> Solonar's just like, just like one eye just keeps twitching and he's just like slack jawed the whole time, staring. Body horror. I I had no idea he could do that. Speaking of having no idea that he could do something, uh, what's what's going on at the beach, boat? What's going on with boat? Now, Cole, you gotta you gotta stomp really hard. Uh, Boat at this point has dug kind of a ditch, and it's full of. uh, He's been bringing water from the sea and dumping in the ditch and he's got coal in there sort of mixing up the water with the dirt and he's like uh, boat is over at the shelter and he's taking like thin branches and sort of weaving them through he's like yeah bring me bring me some more of that and Cole brings over some mud and boat starts like putting the mud on there as uh, like a plaster how long do you guys expect to be here <laughs> who knows boat's being prepared and it's uh, you know and Koza's learning value, valuable <laughs> homeless life skills mm-hmm. And he just keeps, like, packing it on there, and he uh, 
He's like, now it'll probably take us probably another couple of days to get this all done. And then what we're going to do is we're going to start a fire inside the shelter and let it burn for uh, a couple hours just to help dry everything out. Uh, and then what we'll do is we'll cut a hole in the back and I'll show you how to make uh, a chimney with uh, mud bricks and stuff like that, too. And then we'll have a little fireplace in there. Oh, no. How to do all this? Was he like a young explorer? Like, was was there like a, were you at the monastery and they had like an adventurers club for the kids? One of the things that you had to learn at the monastery was how to survive on your own. So every year uh, the children like would have to go off into the mountains and survive for a couple of weeks on their own before they came back. You know what? I'll accept that. Mm-hmm. I'll, ex- I'll accept that you, you have argued adequately. All right. Uh, also, before anyone at us, Alan definitely said Koza yeah. is learning valuable life skills, which I'm pretty sure the only Homeless life skills. skill Koza is learning right now is snaking in and out of dollhouse <laughs> stuff as a ferret. Uh, I believe you meant coal, my good sir. Coal uh, is learning valuable life skills. If you don't consider snaking in and out of the house as a ferret valuable life skills, then <laughs> I'm going to tell you you're not living your life to the fullest, and that's where I'm going to leave that. All right, so speaking of which, uh, let's like sideways over to Johannes. What is Johannes mucking about with. Well, Alita, as I said, we're doing whatever you tell us to do. Oh, is, is that what we're doing now? Well, Alita's, uh, walking walks into what appears to be a dining room and is sort of looking through all of the rotted old food that's been sort of left there. Oh, I agree. We should definitely try to prepare a meal. They're going to be hungry when they get down here. I don't think that's what I'm looking for. But so I'm assuming that the little girl has been either living here or she's a ghost. Which means she'll be living here, but like in air quotes. I'm living here. Yes, thank you, voice in the sky. I, uh, I, I mean, she's got to be hungry. We should make a meal for her, too. Where are you expecting to cook? And what are you expecting to cook? How There has to be a kitchen in here unless somebody blew it up by rolling a one and forgetting that they were a halfling. So I feel like we could find that. And, um, you know, look, in this cabinet, there's got to be some good food. You open a cabinet. Within it are teacups. Well, halfway there, tea is the, the beginning to any good meal. As Boat always told me when he would brew, uh, it's the only tea he would drink, hot chamomile. I, you know, I don't know enough about Boat's tea habits to argue with you. I also maybe not, don't know enough, but we'll find <laughs> out later. So I'm going to grab these teacups. I'm just going to announce it out loud and then uh, open this cabinet. It's probably some more things. All right. You acquire two teacups. So you open the other cabinet. It is a series of dishes. Oh, nice. I'm going to acquire a lot more teacups because we got to make enough for you, me, uh, our two brave adventurers upstairs, and the little girl, and probably some of these dolls. I don't know. <laughs> some of them look pretty, like, if they're not people, they're pretty close. So we're going to just make them tea. And, uh... Well, there's got to be tea bags. Usually, uh, so I, I've, I've been in some houses this small, uh, so it's tough because they kind of group things together, but the tea bags are definitely close to the cups right in here, probably. Are you opening another cabinet? Yeah. There is a single small porcelain doll standing there. Hey, could you point out any of the tea? Uh, I'm looking for tea so I can make you some tea and everybody else. It stares unblinkingly at you. Uh, don't know. That's okay. I'll leave you to it. Close that one. Open the next one. <laughs> the same doll stands there. Yeah. Yeah. Twins. Okay. Close that one. Um, let's see. Where would the tea... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, you hear uh, a shattering sound before you open the next one. Well, I was opening the one that they were at. Which... Yeah. The second one. You hear a shattering sound before you open Inside it. Inside of it? Yes. Okay. So you open it. It is empty. 
Uh, well, I was just going to ask her where the tea is, but yeah, I guess she's uh, gone and probably found some. Maybe that was the break. Maybe she's breaking into a different cabinet to get the tea because she wanted all the tea for herself and she wasn't going to share it with all these great other people. What do you think, Alita? Has that doll always been standing on that table? I don't know. Help me find this tea. There's got to be some. Maybe it's up here. I can't reach. The, can you reach this one? Johannes, I don't understand how you're immune to the weirdness of all this. But because we don't have tea yet. What, the, what are we going to deal with? Not, forget about the tea for a minute. This is very creepy and weird. And Boat's not here. And Cole's not here. And Solonardco's are somewhere. Right. And you know how they're going to find themselves back to us, Alita? Cold, thirsty, in need of tea. <laughs> Can I say, so what I was going to do is um, run as a ferret back through the, the um, that hole in the wall. And, and Nixus, if you, you don't want this to happen, but I was thinking maybe at that moment um, is when I would pop out of the wall, assuming that there's like a passage that leads all the way to the kitchen. I will allow it. Okay. I but just, that means you've abandoned Solinar. I mean, Solinar would see the ferret run off and try to follow. Yeah, I, I imagine. I imagine he would be a bit slowed down by the fact that he's claw- crawling around between walls and is significantly larger than a ferret. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I waved to Solinar. With your little ferret yeah, paws. So to okay. come out, and then so I, I don't know. I just like the idea of like as whatever. What do, do you do? You do the YMCA dance. You do little ferret paws. I, I just really like the idea of whenever you're asking, we don't even know where Solnar and Koza are. That like we like they are, just burst through, or like you hear like <laughs> a, a, man. or you hear Solnar's <laughs> voice from the other side of the wall or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Solnar can see through a crack in the plaster. You had to climb downward to get to the lower floor, but. Solonar can see through the plaster Johannes opening and closing cabinets. You also see a small porcelain doll holding a knife standing on the dining room table. I'd like to punch through the wall. <laughs> Roll strength. As that's happening, you see a ferret with its hands to its head. It falls to its head. going like, no. <laughs> uh, that's a 15 strength. All right, you're able to punch through the wall. <laughs> Solonar punches through the wall. Uh, Alita screams. <laughs> He grabs his dagger of warning and throws it at the doll with the knife. Okay, I'll let you roll. I'll let you roll a talk for it. It's a nineteen. Yeah, that's absolutely. The knife is going to crack through. If you're rolling for damage, I'm going to tell you it's a porcelain doll. It's going to shatter with like one damage. Seven piercing damage. All right. (laughs) Your dagger goes through the doll and embeds itself into the wooden table behind it after shattering it. Oh, this is exactly what I was looking for. I think we could use a knife to probably, once we find the loose tea, oh, this is wedged in here. Oh, hello, Solnar. From, hey, hey from the area of the attic, you hear a blood-curdling scream. Oh, somebody really needs tea. I really well, need to figure this out. Well, the, we know it isn't Alita this time, because Alita's right there. Alita, that wasn't you, right? Uh, no, that I, I, screamed, I screamed when Solinar came through the wall. Ice cream? We were already talking about tea. I, why were you guys in the wall? Wait, Choose where's Koza? Uh, Solonar tries to locate the ferret amongst the chaos of the dining room. Yeah, the ferret's there. The ferret is looking very stressed out because you all are smashing more stuff. <laughs> the ferret's uh, so stressed out about property damage. Yeah, he may be there, but Solonar for sure doesn't see him because I just rolled a four for perception. So Solonar's like, he was just here. I thought he was 
coming into there to what did you get? Say something to you guys. Oh, I don't see anything. Wow, neither does Alita. <laughs> well, I mean, if you wave, I mean, I'm sure we would see. I don't know. Koza like climbs Alita's leg, and she's like, ah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't know uh, of what you're talking about, but I know that Koza's gonna want tea, so I'm gonna walk into this kitchen, does, presumably um, right next to the dining room, because that's where it would be. Real quick, does um, Felix see Koza the ferret? <laughs> Felix looks right at Koza the ferret and is like, the ferret weighs. Um, He just kind of like baps his lower leg on Alita. Alita's like, what? What? That's a ferret. Dance off. Wait, you see a ferret? Where's the ferret? Right there. Oh. Right there. That's Koza. Uh. That's Koza right there. Yes. Johannes goes into the next, the the very next room, knowing that this is for sure the kitchen by any normal layout of a house. <laughs> you are correct. It is a kitchen. And he's like, I don't know why I didn't think of it sooner. You keep your tea in the kitchen. And he opens the first uh, drawer that's uh, labeled tea. There is no drawer labeled You open tea. the drawer and it screams at you, I'm pity the fool. Nice. <laughs> oh, it's so cold. Um, let's um, see. Uh, Koza's gonna go run up to, um, Johannes. That was Mr., not Ice. I know, we're hitting all the teams. Okay. And, and try to nip him and, like, push him to towards the hole in the wall. Yeah, That's... when Koza pushes Johannes, he falls into something very, like, uh, fragile. <laughs> <laughs> you could crack... Oh, I wasn't ready for this! Oh, no! <laughs> you crash, you crash into another porcelain doll and you get the screaming from the attic again. Yeah, so, does anybody, does Johannes follow... Koza now? Well, I just got, uh, uh, so I broke, um, let's see, this, like, wait, mm, no, wait, is there tea inside of the, uh, table that I just broke? The little tiny... Nope. So, uh, Koza's gonna run up to Alita and Johannes and gesture wildly at the, wildly at the, the wall. Did Koza get cursed by the doll witch or something? Um, I don't think so. Though he did, we found a dollhouse, and the dollhouse... Uh, the door opened up, and it looked like a city on the other side, and I'm not positive, but I think it was a major city. I think it might have been Marine. And then he went through that hole. My, then- my point is more, though that is incredibly important, and, and we'll, we'll nail that for later, why can't Koza just turn back into Koza? Um, I, I don't actually know. Why is he aggressively gesturing as a ferret when he could just talk to us with words? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. He stuck his arm into the dollhouse and then he came back out and he got this look like he had an idea and then he was a ferret. Speaking of aggressively gesturing, uh, when you couldn't, uh, can't make words, uh, down at the beach, the boat is jumping up and down frantically like, no, 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 no. <laughs> And he takes the pile of sticks that Cole has brought back. He's like, no, these are two. I thought are- for a second you had accidentally lit your shelter on fire. No. And I was about to be no. really excited. No. It's, it's like, a whole Gilligan's yeah. Island situation. Yeah. No, those are, those are too thin. Those are the kind of sticks that we would probably use to do more threading on the shelter. No, we need stuff that's maybe like three or four inches around. You bring them over here and you add them, you set them right by the fence and I'll start hammering them in. He looks very sad and disheartened. What's the matter, friend? I mean, he brought the wrong sticks. He looks very disheartened. Oh, no, don't worry about it. We'll go find some more. We'll be able to use these. They're just not what we need for our perimeter fence to protect us from the wildlife. He nods a little bit, you know, slow, but he's making it happen. And it's good. He goes back into the woods. Tell you what, buddy, you find some good sticks and I'll make you some fish tonight. He nods. He he actually stops right as he runs and turns and kind of looks at you and sort of gestures toward the woods and shrugs. Are you asking where they are? He nods. 
Yeah, I mean, I figure tomorrow morning we can go look for them. But I don't know how long we're going to be here, so I just wanted to make sure we had a good shelter. I didn't want you to get cold or wet at night or anything like that. I just wanted to make sure you were taken care of. He nods and runs back into the woods. I know that since we're just checking in on Gravy Boat every now and then, there's no, like, distinct timeline. But in my head, it's only been as long as we've been talking since the last time we checked in on him. So he's done, like, two (laughs) fronds on his shelter. The tarp is, like, half tied up. And, like, they just keep moving to new projects like they've got ADHD. (laughs) I was also, like, I was imagining, like, all the scenes that were with Boat where it's, like, super close framed. So, like, we don't see much of the background, but, like, as soon as it comes up that we can see the rest of it, it's going to just be, like, nothing. What you guys haven't figured out yet is that time flows differently on different parts of the island. Ah, of course. So, Boat and Cole have been over there surviving, hunting, fishing for a couple weeks, getting everything sorted out. Oh, God. Then why hasn't they looked for their friends sooner? Because we had to ensure our own survival first. Cole's going to hit puberty before you guys find the rest of them. Mean, meanwhile, about uh, 50 yards down the beach, Snuffles has built a full stable. Yeah. <laughs> is sipping on, on a coconut? Yeah, that's been halved with one of the orange wedges in it. And uh, it's just the cloven hoop. Like, there's no way. But somehow mm-hmm. everything is like, perfect. Mean, meanwhile, because of Snuffles' inherent bloodlust, the natives of the <laughs> island have begun to refer to her as the devil's equine. <laughs> well, that's what, uh, what, what Alon didn't mention is that the stable is made entirely out of people. Um, <laughs> Um, just the bones of the children. <laughs> it's a it's a stable shaped Necronomicon. This is basically like the end of like a uh, thriller where he turns back around and he's got the yellow eyes. <laughs> it is. It's exactly that. All right. So that's the end of the episode. So I shall lean away from my mic and eat part of my cosmic brownie. Yes. All right. Let's take five, y'all. <laughs>